The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gaily Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talent Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing all right. You know, it's been a while here. We had people in the Discord asking if the podcast had disappeared because we didn't do an episode for, for four days. But those people are those people can get whacked there. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right here. I got a big slate of hockey on Wednesday, so excited to talk about it here. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. I got a report from the from the war, the front lines, my my win total bets. Uh didn't go as well as I'd hope, namely because fucking Auburn lost as a 25-point favorite. I was already counting the money in that fucking New Mexico State go into Jordan-Hare Stadium and win outright, like, dominant fashion. They won, like, 40-10, to 10, something stupid like that. And then later on, Fresno State, also a double-digit favorite at home, lose outright to New Mexico, and I had them New Mexico under and the Fresno State over, so it was fucking uh, not good there. So, uh, okay results in the end, but it should have been a lot better with, the, with those two games that I was already counting the money um yeah but uh there's still still a lot to uh to settle in the next uh, few days here as so, well big big slate on friday too of course with the uh the thanksgiving games i hate being alive life is grim life sucks there is no reason for anybody to be alive and if you're going through some shit right now especially with like the holiday season coming up just do yourself and everyone around do a favor and just fucking just 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 end it all right because these fucking los angeles chargers are the bane of my fucking existence right now i don't want to look at coach staley i never want to see this motherfucker on my tv again quentin motherfucking johnson fuck this guy are you kidding me leave go away i don't care where you go go to the xfl Go to the USFL. Don't you dare come to the CFL. Come to the CFL, but don't you dare come to the Toronto Argos. Fucking, I don't care. Go to, what's that league in England? There's like a football league in England. I follow them on Twitter. They they stink. The highlights are all terrible. Go there. Get the fuck as far away from my team as humanly possible. I am so upset about this goddamn team. It's not even funny right now. I can't do with it. Playoffs are done. What are we going to do? Are we going to win out the rest of the year? We suck. We suck. We can't stop a fucking ball. Our defense is fucking terrible. Our coach is a skinny. I was gonna say something that I probably shouldn't say, but that's okay. But fucking done, done, game over. My Cameron Dicker jersey came in today. I can't even wear it right now because he <laughs> sucks that bad. That's how pissed off I am. So fucking donezo, game over. Hate life. Done with it. Leafs win. At least the Leafs are doing something. Oh, wait. Can't have a conversation with the Leafs about, oh, what are you dealing with? Going to be fucking going. Ooh, do the little fuck off. Fuck life. I hate everybody. <laughs> All right. Let's get going That's here. T- well, what do you okay. want? Uh, no, 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 you're, you're, no, you're say it. no, 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 I saw, I, the, I saw, I saw the Quentin Johnson drop pass. That was fucking uh, awful. He looked like a chief receiver. 
bro, bro, could add Addison. Could add Zay Flowers. No, we take fucking Mr. Fucking Cabbage Fingers over here that just can't hold on to anything except for his own cock. So get the fuck out of here. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. What do we got? We got NFL, who gives a shit. We got college football. Awesome game this weekend, dude. Michigan versus Ohio State is going to be absolutely insane. Uh, so shout out to everybody celebrating that. What else is going on in the world of sports? NBA. I'm going to a Raptors game on Friday. My first ever basketball game. So... We'll see how that goes. Hopefully they win. Uh, what else we got going on? Everything. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Hell yeah. Shout out to uh, everybody doing all the good stuff in there, man. Make sure you read the articles. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles he's putting out weekly. Uh, boy's absolutely killing it. Shout out our boy. Uh, listen to the other shows. Everybody's doing an awesome job. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Maybe people aren't as depressed about it as me. And if you're not, you should read those articles that are being posted at that pace. That's the place to be. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's absolutely always popping off, even though a lot of people in there are just simply wrong. A lot of people that are wrong. One of these people that are wrong is on this show, but that's okay. It's tough being wrong. You know, we're not always right. None of us are always right. But you know what? When I'm right, I could have been right. But when I'm wrong, I could have been right because the chances of me being right when I'm wrong are the same as me being right when I'm right. So, therefore... Myself and Ryan are always right. But anyways, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Gilbert on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to our social media assistant producer. He's been absolutely always killing it. The guy's a fucking beauty. Unbelievable. Or if you really want in the Discord, what you can do is you can go to New Hampshire. And if you're in New Hampshire, all you got to do is go to some park. And if you just see somebody on their knees... You'll, you'll realize what's that on their knees and then you'll look at the person standing above the person on their knees and you'll be like oh isn't that joel meyer i don't know what's going on behind that bush over there but hey buddy can you ask me how to get into the discord and he'll be like yeah you know here let me finish up here give me a couple minutes and then after that i'll be sure to uh i'll be sure to point you in the right direction also do you happen to have a rag by chance i uh, i gotta clean something up over here but hell yeah that's how you get into the discord i'm sorry that was mean <laughs> hey i'm not the one on my knees am i no you're not huh? i gave there you the courtesy of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, gave yeah. your dick sucked <laughs> discords have had some uh some good discussion recently it's been uh, a few, few too many hours arguing over uh you know it's it's it's, it's well we'll get into it i'm sure during the show at some point <laughs> but, uh, get in the discord sg.pn slash discord and if you're not in there you're missing out uh follow us on twitter at hockey sgpn the smap is doing a fantastic job there so make sure you follow along and uh, yeah make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review on apple and spotify and youtube so we're there now yeah we don't get any reviews ever anymore like uh, you know i'm okay with that though because it's like you just don't hate us you know that's okay just don't say anything mean about us you know fragile ego over here so last thing we need is just getting torn apart um, all right, we're going to move into our locked dogs and totals from last time we were all together. It feels like forever ago. It was pretty much almost a week last time uh, we predicted shows for the November 16th slate. A uh, bit of a tough goal for all parties involved here. Uh, Ryan went one and two. He was down 0.46 units. Jolie went one and two. He was down 0.46 units. I went one and two, down 2.20 units. Gilbert here. Come on, buddy. Kick us off on this one. Let's go. Yeah, this was my lock was the uh, Red Wings sends over six and a half uh, minus one thirty. This was the Global Series game. It was a five four final in, in overtime. So I easily went over. But then my dog Penguins on the puck line against the Devils. They got beaten by three, so that lost. And then my total 
Coyotes team total over three and a half, uh, plus one hundred five. The, the, the Coyotes won that game, uh, but it was just three two. So uh, only only one and two, minus zero point four six units for me. Um, struggling to remember these games. Just looking at the scores. Uh, yeah, the Devils went over six and a half. Uh, they, they won five two in that game against the Penguins. For some reason, I thought I thought we did this already, but uh, I guess not. Um, yeah. So that that one went over. Um, what was the what was the dog? Oh yeah, the Sharks. Uh, <laughs> I had the Blues minus one and a half against the Sharks plus one forty two. The Sharks I'm... blew out the Blues. <laughs> the Blues did not show up in that one at all. And then uh, finally, the Canucks Flames five two for the Flames. I do not remember this one much of it, even though I probably watched it because I watch every Canucks game now. Um, yeah, the, the, oh, this is the bad spot. This is this is the back to back for the Canucks. After the game against the uh, Islanders, the Kraken, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't remember how it went over, but I think that the Flames totally outplayed the Canucks, and then that's why they scored five goals, and then then the under lost. It was back to back for the Flames too. I think they're both in the same predicament. Uh, for my lock, I had such Vancouver regulate or game in regulation plus one sixty. They got absolutely fucking dominated. What kills me is I originally had my lock as the Coyotes. Should have kept it. Didn't hockey god slap me in the face? That's how that works. Uh, for my dog, New York Islanders in regulation plus 155 versus Seattle. I'm pretty sure the Islanders were leading this game with like 10 minutes left in the third. And I was thinking, okay, this might come through for me. I think Seattle ended up tying it. I do not remember what happened in overtime. We got to do a better job of checking this stuff. But either way, the bet lost. Uh, and then my total, I had St. Louis, San Jose under six and a half minus 125. Uh, I forget what Julie said the score of that game was, but it went under. So hell yeah. Uh-huh. 5-1, so barely just hold, holding on to the skin of my teeth in that game. I think I remember that. I think it was like fucking 5 nothing going into the third period or something similar to that. So it was a it was a sweat, that's for sure. Yeah, these these games happened a long time ago. We, we've, we've watched a lot of games. We've had a lot of games since these, so you can't expect us to, uh, to know everything about them when it no. happened a week ago. But we're not just going to put them off and act like they didn't happen. We put our stamps on these, so we're going to fucking go through them, okay? Other Absolutely. podcasts might not. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we, we got a big game set here. Are you guys cool? We'll hold our ads as we go through. Is that okay? Yeah, that works. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to jump right fucking into it there. No news. Nothing to talk about. Refs fighting reporters. However you feel about that, get in the Discord. You can talk about it. We, we've made our opinions very clear in there. Uh, boys, we got a 14-game set. We got a mini Bukaki, a Bukaki set up tomorrow. Gentlemen, are we no, ready for the what is it? It's a, a turkaki. Huh? <laughs> we got is that? we got two turkakis coming up uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Friday, Thanks, Thanksgiving. Just turkaki. gravy everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or as we call American Thanksgiving in Canada, Tuesday. Uh, all right, we got fourteen games left for the turkaki on uh, Wednesday, November twenty second. Boys, are we ready for gravy and stuffing and mashed potatoes and squash and? What else is good? Little buns with more gravy on it, and oh, some little cranberry sauce. And what else do we get? Turkey, fucking. There's something else I get other than squash, but it's very similar. I forget what it is, but it's pretty good too. Boys, are we ready for all that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sounds like we are. Well, Ryan, you're the only one that's going to be fucking eating any of this shit because we already had a Thanksgiving. But let's fucking get going here. First game of the docket. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit, in Motor City here. Uh, New Jersey on the money line said at minus 162. Detroit on the money line at plus 136. The over-under is six and a half. Over-sitting at minus 135. The under plus 114 here. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to kick this ball rolling here. Uh, I do not trust Alex Lyon. Alex Lyon, I think, has played one game. He is confirmed to start this game for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, he has a 3.10 goals against average of 0.897 save percentage here. Uh, the Devils got to start getting their shit together a little bit. I think Hughes is back, right? We established this? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Scored so, in yeah. his first game back, too. There you go. So give me the fucking Devils. No brainer. Minus 162 on the money line. Uh, I think we're going to start kind of seeing that little fall from Grace from Detroit here. Uh, don't hold it against me, but this isn't a playoff team. I am sorry. Uh, as far as over-under goes in this spot here, both teams are scoring goals, and neither team is good at stopping goals. So the over 6.5 at minus 135 is definitely the play. Uh, the Devils are 6th in the league for goal scoring, averaging 3.69 per game. The Red Wings are right behind them at 7th, and uh, both teams are in the bottom uh, – uh, the bottom third of the league for goals against. So the over six and a half, give me the Devils. Yeah, I, I agree with all that there. Devils definitely the the much better team. They, you know, both around kind of 500 points wise, but Devils have been playing much better hockey in terms of expected goals. Four up there with the fifth best. Uh, Detroit, I think, is in the bottom 10, eighth worst. So yeah, and then, you know, goaltending, even though it can be irrelevant at times with Alex Lyon and that here, I think that is a, a big advantage there for Devils here, so give me the Devils and give me the over six and a half minus one thirty-five. The Devils have gone over in thirteen of sixteen games, eleven of seventeen for the Red Wings. So seems like a easy over, over spot. Well, this remember we talk about these teams that go on the long road trips and then come home. And the first game home, you want to fade them. Well, <laughs> this this team went to fucking Sweden and came <laughs> back, and they're playing before the other three teams are. So this is the ultimate. Uh, there's actually a word for this. I know we, we wanted to come up with our own, but there's actually the, the, the Dave Belinsky special. Dave Belinsky was a legendary better who died tragically in Vegas in 2018, 19, something like that. And he came up with this this kind of uh, angle. So uh, to uh, RIP Dave Belinsky, we'll, we'll, we'll honor him with the, with the Dave Belinsky special here. We'll take the, the Devils against the team going uh, halfway across the world and coming back and playing a few days later. Not a good spot at all for the Red Wings. Love that. And also agree with you guys with the over. So we're going to combine the two bets and go with the Devils team total over three and a half round minus 130. Devils should roll this uh, roll this one, especially with Alex Line and that goalies do matter. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Don't you even start with me right now. You don't you didn't understand my point. We're not getting into this already here. But, uh, <laughs> you didn't understand my point at all. Carry on. Carry on. Okay. Uh, all right. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina here. Uh, Edmonton on the money line at plus 120. The uh, the Canes on the money line at minus 142. Over under is six and a half. Over sitting at minus one is, well, that's not a word, minus 122. The under plus 102. Ryan Gilbert, take this game away from us, buddy. Uh, are we going to have an oil hurricane or are we going to have a, a hurricane oil going on here? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, before the season, you you would think this could be a potential Stanley Cup uh, final preview here, but neither of these teams, you know, have has kind of lived up to expectations. Obviously, the Oilers have been extremely disappointing with uh, McDavid getting asked that question that that's, that spawned that uh, conversation with with the ref and the reporters and everything on, on Twitter there. And yeah, Carolina has been kind of up and down, but they they beat Pittsburgh the other day, lost to the Flyers. No no shame in that, even as even as big favorites. Shut out the the Lightning. So I think the, the Hurricanes are just. Much better team right now than the Oilers. Plus, they're at home. Five and one at home. Uh, Oilers are two and seven on the road there. So, Hurricanes at minus 142. I am all over that. Uh, for a total, probably lean to the over here. Uh, you know, Edmonton's definitely been going over. Over Carolina, you know, 
maybe more like to, to, to the under with Carolina at home. You know, Edmonton, there's going to want to keep pucks out of the net, and, and that's what the Hurricanes do. So if the under six and a half plus money, I'll, I'll take that. Well, the market is finally starting to turn on the Oilers. Money coming in on the Hurricanes, but um, that that that's good news for me because I do want to back the Oilers here. I know they lost the last two games, but they're against two tough opponents, and they totally outplayed the Lightning in the first one. They just went 0-5 on the power play when they had all these chances. And, uh, yeah, Stuart Skinner just, just let every puck by him. And, yeah, and their penalty kill wasn't good. Kutrov was, was dealing. And then the, the second one against the uh, Panthers, um, they were just uh, suffered some really bad bounces. Uh, they, they actually got some good saves out of Pickard. But, uh, yeah, the bounces killed them, and they just can't get any of their own. And eventually that's going to regress, so I've got to keep backing them. They shouldn't be uh, this big of a dog here. It should be closer to a pick them. In fact, this is actually a really good slate of games. Uh, looking at my, my numbers here, more than half of them I have less than minus 110 each way. So there's a... It, it's on paper at least it should be a, a very fun slate but yeah for me give me the Oilers and yeah there's not much to add in terms of the total uh, I like the over as well if there's one thing I've learned about this Edmonton team it's that stats literally do not matter either they're going to win the game or they're going to lose the game you know and that may be the stupidest thing I've ever said on this show but I think that the Edmonton Oilers are going to win this game okay Mick David is so upset like this guy is not in a good place right now, and I feel like eventually he's just going to snap, and when he snaps, he's going to do something stupid like score seven goals in a game. And I feel like any game here on out while this team is playing like this has potential to be that game. And I'm sorry. like I, Brian brought up some good points. You know, when going into this season, we'd be like, yeah, this is a marquee matchup here. And Carolina, although they have been great at home, 5-1-0 in the year, there's, there's nothing about that. And Edmonton, 2-7-0 on the road. All signs and point. Bet Carolina here, but something's got to give. It has to, right, with this Edmonton team. I know we've been saying that, but, like, fucking go beat a team that you should – like, that is going to be a challenge, you know? And this is a, this is an opportunity for them to do so. So give me the Oilers a plus 120 here, um, although everything is telling me not to make this bet. Uh, and as far as over-under goes, you got to bet the over, dude. Like, I don't know. Any Edmonton game, I'm just – I'm taking the fucking over. Simple as that. So minus six or sorry, minus 122 is six and a half. And give me the Oilers plus 120. Okay. Moving down to 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Boston on the money line at minus 155. The Panthers on the money line at minus 105. The over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 115. The under minus 105. Florida Panthers have been fucking good, and I hate it because I wanted them to be shit. With that being said, the Boston Brooms are fucking elite this year. They were elite last year. This team will always be elite, I feel like, and it pains me to say it. But uh, I got to go with the Bruins in this game, bro. I'm taking the Bruins minus 115 here. Um, What do I always say is division games matter i know i know i know and the florida panthers are good they're 2 and one in division games this year they haven't had as much of a sample size but you look at boston five one and two fucking right give me the bruins dude like i'm sorry i just i just can't fade this team uh sergey Bobrovsky, i think sucks you know what this comes down to the beginning of the year i was like okay i was high on boston a lot of people were shitting on them and i don't want to toot my own horn i was saying i have no zero reason to think this team's gonna be shit because they always are fucking good and i was low on the panthers so if you can't stick by your guns in a decision like this, you shouldn't be making predictions to begin with. So give me the fucking Bruins on the money line, minus 115. Absolutely love it. Over, under in this game here. This is where it gets a little bit tough. 
surprisingly, Florida's in the middle of the pack when it comes down to goal scoring. Both teams aren't giving up a lot of goals here, but this is this is a wash. Like I feel like you got to take the over, especially at six with that in play. The push is in play. Give me the over at minus 115. We could, we could see a 4-3 game here. We could see overtime. We could see a 4-2 win and you even push. So a yeah, gun to my head, I guess that would be a push for the under as well, but I don't even fucking know what I'm talking about. Give me the Bruins. Give me the over. Yeah, this should be a good matchup here. Panthers, you know, had surprised people, you know, being good without uh, Montour and Ekblad. Now they got him back. They they beat beat Edmonton, uh, you know, tough loss against LA, but they've won seven of their past eight. Uh, another side, you got Boston, who terrible loss in Tampa Bay that they absolutely should have won that game. And Boston doesn't lose back to back games very often. That's the thing. Uh, I went back to last year. They, they did it one time. They lost three in a row. But it was in Tampa, then in Florida, and then in Carolina. So, like that kind of gives me some some pause with that. But I think the Bruins just are the better team here. They have the the goalie that that I trust more, whether it be Allmark or Swayman against Bobrovsky. And the first first matchup this season in Boston. Boston won three two at home in overtime. So, I, th- I think Boston, you know, will come back down to earth at some point. They're not going to break records again this year. But I don't know if this game is it. So, if you give me, I'm only at minus one fifteen. I'll, I'll definitely take it. I don't really have any bets for this game. If this line goes towards Boston and then I get a good number on the Panthers, I'll take them. Uh, I have them as a slight, slight favorite right now at minus 102. But uh, yeah, to Talon's point or, or contrary to his point, you know, sticking by his guns before the season, uh, part of betting is, is being able to adjust and think on the fly. And right now I'm thinking on the fly. I was down on the Panthers as well in the offseason. But now after seeing how well they played without Ekblad Montour, how and Oliver Ekman Larson, my word, this guy actually is uh, looking like the Arizona Coyotes at OEL. Like this guy's totally <laughs> resurrected uh, uh, his, his his career um, down there in Florida. He looks like a totally different player than he was in Vancouver, that's for sure. Um, and yeah, the, the Panthers are uh, a good team. Bobrovsky's playing good enough. You know, he's not he's he's not the old Bobrovsky in Columbus, but still better than the Bobrovsky, and we've seen in most of Florida. And yeah, so I, I took some Panthers twenty to one to win the cup. Uh, I think that they're they're live. They're going to make the playoffs, and they're they're just going to get better as this uh, this new decor. It, it, suddenly, we thought it was a weakness. Now it's turned into a strength. So uh, I, I like this Panthers team quite a bit, but not not in this game unless uh, I get like a plus one ten on Florida or something like that. I like that twenty to one play. I think that's a good price. What was I wasn't listening? What was the twenty one to twenty to one play? Win the cup, baby. Oh fuck! And, and they're doing it without Kachuk. Kachuk's not even playing well. I looked. At, you know what? I looked today, and you could get the Bruins to win the division of the Atlantic at minus one thirty. And I think there's still a little bit of value on that. But I like that. Um, one more thing we didn't mention: Sasha Barkov is questionable for this one. So that's mm, it's a big mm, deal. Mm, yeah. mm, love the Bruins even more. <laughs> uh, okay, except for their fans. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Tampa Bay Lightning here. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Winnipeg on the money line at minus 102. Tampa Bay in the money line at minus 118. Over-unders at 6.5 here. Uh, Over-sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. This is, a, this is a game where you could argue both teams are kind of neck-to-neck. Maybe it's circumstantial uh, due to injury here. Um... Both teams are coming in this game on a three-game heater, both on a three-game winning streak. Tampa's been very good at home this year, 6-2-2, two, two, although maybe not as good because we've got to remember that the uh, the overtime losses are still losses from a gambling point of view. Thank you, Mr. Gilbert. Uh, and then uh, the Jets are 6-3-1, or sorry, 4-2-1 and one on, the, uh, on the road. So this game is kind of just a wash right now. you got two great teams kind of going at it, both teams scoring goals, both teams 
not that great defensively, I guess you could say. But the one thing that stands out at me when I looked at some of these stats here, uh, special teams. To me, I'm facing this bet solely on uh, on special teams here. The Tampa Bay Lightning are fourth in the league on power play percentage, uh, averaging, sorry, they're shooting at 30% on the power play scoring. And then uh, when it comes down to Winnipeg's penalty kill, men, they're not necessarily that great. They're 26th in the league, averaging 74.1% kill. But this team is taking over 10 penalty minutes per game. So I think that you're going to see the Jets take a couple penalty minutes here, and you're going to see Tampa Bay capitalize. Kucherov's a fucking stud on the power play. Had been point. Like these guys are fucking dogs out there, dude. So uh, in a pretty tight matchup, you're looking for an edge to bet Tampa. That's how I'm leaning with the Bolts. So minus 118 at home. As far as over-under goes in this game here, I can't bet. I'm sorry. I hate it. I want to bet the under so bad, but like Hellebuck has like Hellebuck's a great fucking goalie. The team, the goals that have been going in, if you watch from him, haven't necessarily been his fault. I've watched a couple of Jets game. He hasn't looked shitty. Team's been hanging him out to dry a little bit. And I'm sorry, I can't bet a Jonas Johansson under ever again. So fuck it. Give me the over. Give me the lightning. I, I do like that lightning potential power play prop. Bet other bet their power play points or bet them to score a power play goal. I, I like that there with, with that point. But I think you, you got to go with Winnipeg here, especially as underdogs. If you can get them at, at plus odds anywhere, they're both coming in on three game winning streaks. But looking at Tampa Bay's, they really shouldn't have won against Boston. Boston should have closed that one out. If Edmonton had any sort of sort of defense or goaltending, they would have closed that one out. Edmonton massively outshot them. And then it was in Chicago, and Blackhawks are proving to be one of the worst teams in the league besides Connor Bedard and the Jets, you know, Coyotes, Sabres and Devils and, you know, but not great teams. But before that, they, they beat Nashville, St. Louis, Arizona, one, six, they're past seven. So yeah, I'm going with the Jets here as road dogs, four, two and one on the road. It's, uh, that's fine. And yeah, Hellebuck, his numbers look worse than he, he's played. I'm sure. So definite advantage there in net. So yeah, I, I like the Jets as a dog here and would lean to the over six and a half at minus minus one twenty as well. I lean to the Jets again, which is a very short minus 102 favorite. Um, but I can't do it just because the uh, the Lightning are so much different at home than they are on the road. Like uh, they they play, uh, it's it's weird how much of a Jekyll and Hyde team they are uh, in terms of their home and away splits. And one more thing is that their their elite power play is going against the bottom ten penalty kill. That's that's one of the oh. few weaknesses that the Jets have. Is is their where did we hear play. that before? Excellent point there. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> the one time I bring up a stat, Joel. What the fuck? Oh, it was you. I was thinking it was Ryan. <laughs> well, I doubled down on it. I said a power play prop would be, would be a, a, a good look. All right. All right. Good job, Talon. Great point. Thank um, you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, in that case, I like the over more than anything. You know, the goaltending isn't great, especially for the, the lightning. Uh, and yeah, so that that's the only way I'd bet this game right now. Uh, once again, if you get a, a bigger number on the Jets, okay, maybe they'll come in, but uh, nothing as of now, uh, except for the over. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington here. Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 110. Caps on the money line at minus 130. The over-under is at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Joel Meyer, I'm going back to you. For this game here what's going on we got we got a bunch of buffalo against a bunch of yankees in, in the capital like we've seen this war before what's going on well there's a you know you know politicians you know how they are they're they're kind of fake right kind of fraudulent that's exactly what this capitals team is a bunch of frauds 
They're uh, bottom 10, bottom five in terms of their expected goals for, expected goals against. They're not a good team at all. They're just winning a bunch of games uh, narrowly against some good teams, admittedly, but still, they're being outplayed in most of them. They're still an old geriatric team of all of the farts and um charlie lindgren is kind of carrying them like he, he's he's been coming out of nowhere as, as their number one goalie he's out playing kemper um so that, that that's why they're they're in the position they are but i don't think that that's sustainable i'm not too high on buffalo either but uh at plus 110 i'm gonna take them even without uh, tage thompson i still have them as the favorite in this game so give me uh give me plus 110 uh, i like that quite a bit Lean to the over, but uh, haven't bet that. Um, can't really trust the Sabres team to score without Tage Thompson and the Capitals. Uh, they can't keep getting lucky with, the, with their shit. And like I said, Lindgren's playing well in net. So uh, just the, the Sabres my line for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Sabres, I don't think, should be underdogs here. I think they you know, are the better team despite what the records say. But yeah, like you said, the Capitals expected goals for numbers are are quite bad. I mean, their expected goal differential has just been going down over the over the past few games. And Buffalo's been been up and down. But you know, without Thompson, I, I think they can have enough to get by this this Capitals team who I completely agree are, are fraudulent. They've won four in a row somehow, but I I don't know how so but if you could maybe even fade them to make the playoffs. I'm not sure what, what those odds are at, but for this game, yeah, Sabres plus 110. And then I look, um, they're still like minus 200 or something. So the market does not like them yeah. either, but yeah, right. they do in this game. Yeah. And then, and then the uh, under six at plus 100. I, I just don't think either of these teams can score too much. I'm going against you guys here, bro. All right. You know what? The Washington Capitals, you, you're both right with what you said. Maybe fraudulence a bit too hard of a word for it a bit too harsh but what this capitals team is doing is they're playing hockey the right way they know that the talent's not there anymore they know that they're a little bit older and that they're a little bit washed but this washington team if you watch the games are finishing every fucking check that they have anytime the puck's in the corner they got guys aggressively pressuring the fucking offense and the defense. They got two men supporting the puck in the offensive zone. In the defensive zone, they're doing things right when it comes to coverage and boxing out in front of the net. Are they a good hockey team on paper? Is this roster elite? Hell no. Should this team be in a playoff spot? Hell no. Is this team going to make playoffs? Probably not. Is this team playing hockey the right way to start the year? Yes. Yes, they are. And compared to the Buffalo Sabres, which with injury prone and hit or miss, either they're scoring six or they're only scoring two and goaltending's in question and what's going on the defense. And there's some good players on Buffalo. That Paterka is a fucking killer you have there. Don't get me wrong. Rasmus Dahlin, one of the gonna be end up being one of the best defensemen in the league if he's not already there. Don't get me wrong. But collectively as a unit, this Washington team is doing something special to start the season. Will it get them there to end the year? I'm not 100% sure. Will it get them there to be enough to win this game against the Buffalo Sabres at home? I really think so. So I'm on the Caps minus 130 in this game. Uh, as far as over-under goes here, I'm with you guys. I don't really see a lot of goal scoring here. Both these teams traditionally aren't scoring a lot of goals this year. So, yeah, I think the under six at uh, minus, or at plus 100, there is some value on it. But give me the Caps at home minus 130. I love that. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. Time slot here. We have the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Uh, Rangers on the money line at minus 112. The Penguins on the money line at minus 108. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Over sitting at uh, plus 100. The under minus 120 here. All right. This is kind of an interesting matchup here. We have two Metropolitan teams going at it. Uh, Rangers are good, dude. Rangers have been unreal on the road. They're 7-2-1. Penguins at 
home are only four, five, and oh, not necessarily looking that great. But this Pittsburgh team, dude, they're they're greasy. I know you guys hate it. I know you don't love the Penguins. I know I'm crazy for actually liking the Penguins here. But this team's keeping up when it comes to goal scoring. You know, they're 12th in the league, averaging 3.41 per game. Uh, and as far as goals allowed go, they're not as bad as people are making them seem to be. Tristan Jari and how the Alberg fucking tandem has been okay. They're 7th in the league, averaging 2.71 goals against per game. Um, they're not really giving up too many shots either. You know, they're sitting at about 30 and a half here. I'm sorry. I got to go with the Penguins at home here, dude. I'm strong on this team. I think that this team is going to surprise a lot of people. I'm high on the Rangers too, though. I think the Rangers are doing something special. They could go on a run as well. So gun to my head, I don't love this game, but I'm going to take the Panthers as slight home dogs at minus 108. Not the Panthers, the Penguins. Uh, my biggest play in this is the under, though, 6.5 and minus 120. Uh, like I said, you got two teams that are in the middle of the pack when it comes to goal scoring and two teams that are – they're doing pretty well when it comes to limiting shots on goal as well as goals in their own net. So give me the under six and a half minus 120. Yeah, this is a pretty good matchup here. Pretty much a pick them at, at minus 112, minus 108. And yeah, I, I'm probably not going to be, be betting this one unless there's significant line movement or, or some sort of goalie news or something. But yeah, I, I would definitely lean to the Penguins at home here. I think they are the better overall team, at least in terms of five-on-five five numbers. They've been steadily in, improving, and the Rangers have been kind of just you know in the bot, bottom third there, but bottom half. So, yeah, Rangers, I think they have what it takes to go on a run and, and do something maybe in the playoffs. With, with They have the goalie. They have the, the good power play. They have the uh, the has been finally been, been good for them. But I, I can't. Don't think they're going to keep up this 12 3 and 1 pace here. So, Penguins at home. And then, you know, yeah, I'll agree with you on the under there. I could see a low scoring, you know, 3 2, 4 2 type of game here. Yeah, I'm not super down on the Penguins, as Talon might have been suggesting there. I've got them fourth in the Metro by some margin and just, just not too far behind the Devils, Rangers, and Hurricanes either. So, uh, yeah, I, I still like this Penguins team. And I think they'll they'll get better over the course of the year. Eric Carlson is is firing away now again, and Jari's having a comeback or bounce back season. And I was looking at betting the Penguins in this one, but uh, looking at their injury report, it's not good. Uh, they lost uh, Rue Weedle, um, Brian Rush left practice today, and Ricard Raquel is is out indefinitely for a longer term. Uh, Who was that period. first guy? Sorry, who was that first guy again? Chad Rue Weedle. One more well, time, the last thing. How, how do you say that? I think You're that's, fucking I think that's how you say it, right? <laughs> it is how you say it, right? What are you saying? I don't know. It just sounds weird. It sounds weird when you say it. I don't it sounds know. like I, a I've never, I've never even heard of the fucking guy. It's so a German name. I, I, I can say it. Ruhwiedel. Ruhwiedel? Oh, oh I, I've heard of him. Okay. Luftwaffel? <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah i was looking at the pens but there's too many injuries there plus uh the rangers could be getting philip Heedle back uh for this one so that's a big deal getting their number two center um they still are missing adam fox of course he'll, he'll be out for another four games but yeah i think that uh i like the over best of anything right now and i was just working out a decent game well no actually he got lit up by the stars so a decent first half of that game uh, until the, the stars that uh, put five on him and um, so yeah, it's a, that was his first game back from little uh, I don't know upper body soreness or whatever uh, that means. And yeah, coming back here in this one, maybe he has a bounce back, but I I don't know. I, I think I like the over. I like the over in uh, Penguins games in general. So yeah, that that's the way I'd play this one. Lean to the Pens, but uh, we'll see if Brian Rust plays and if Philip Heedle plays as well. 
All right. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by three goals. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, offers either a $1,000 no sweat bet or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. Or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And that's it. All right. Moving down. That was a uh, quick one. I, I was going to say, what, what's going on here? Why is that happening? But uh, probably for the best. Did you see my idea in the Discord where if you have the uh, worst take it would of just, the week? It would just yeah? encourage, it would encourage more bad takes. No, yeah. but like I said, then you got to give fifty dollars if you win to fucking the social media assistant producer. Yeah, yeah maybe See? we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. I know. We maybe they were onto something here. Um, okay, moving down to the seven PM time side here. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus one twenty five. Columbus on the money line at minus one forty eight. The over unders is six and a half. Over sitting at minus one fifteen. The under minus one oh five here. Couple ways, couple things I want to point out in this game here. All right, this game sucks. This game is fucking terrible. If you are watching this game, what the fuck is wrong with your life? Do you just hate everything good in the world? Are you the worst person in the world? Because if you are, chances are you are watching this game. That's how bad this game is. Also, if you tell me you're a fan and you're watching this, if you're a Blue Jackets fan, you should be fucking passed out drunk from watching your fucking Ohio State Buckeyes. Play the fucking Michigan Wolverines, all right? So if you're a Blue Jackets fan, you shouldn't even be awake for this game by the time 7 p.m. hits. And if you're a Blackhawks fan, well, chances are you should be in jail. But one one notable thing for this here, all right? There's something that came out here. We all know Patrick Laine got fucking scratched all here. Well, my boy Patrick Laine, I will say my boy Patrick Laine, had a quote. Over my career, it's probably the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me, all right? This guy's at the fucking crossroads here. This is a player with enough talent, enough talent that he should be putting up 40 goals a fucking year like he did in his rookie season. This guy should be putting up 40 goals a fucking year every goddamn year. This guy should be pushing 50 every year if you had somebody to fucking play with. This whole team is in shambles. Johnny Goudreau being benched. Line A being fucking scratched. They're sending guys down to the minors. They're hiring head coaches who are pieces of shit fucking asshole losers and they don't even get to coach a fucking game they got some finished bald ass motherfucker running their brigade as the gm everything about this team is in shambles right now but this all comes down to my boy one finish and patrick line okay and patrick line has to decide and this is the pivotal crossroad either i'm gonna be a fucking player in this league or i'm gonna sit and only care about cool sunglasses wicked suits and bad hairlines okay so if this guy wants to be a fucking stud, he's going to go into this game. He's going to score two fucking goals. And this Columbus Blue Jacket team is going to win 4-1. to one, And the one goal is going to be by Connor fucking Bethard and the Blackhawks. Because that kid's absolutely unbelievable. But this is a line A spot game. This is like... This is like the fucking there's I'm sure there's been some war between Finland and Russia back in the day or something stupid going on here. This is a pivotal point for the nation of Finland. 
all of Finland should be watching this game. Nobody from Ohio should be watching. Finland should be watching this fucking game. And Patrick Laine is going to put this goddamn team on his back, even though he's never done anything like that in his entire career. But it's time for this kid to fucking put up or shut up here. And I want to see what he has. And I believe that this kid has it in him. So give me the jackets. Minus 148 on the money line. Give me the fucking under because both these teams fucking suck. Right. I agree with pretty much most of that there. I think this is an awful game. You should not be watching it. I don't really think you should necessarily be betting it. Uh, Blue Jackets, I think, are the better team. They have lost nine in a row, but they've had some some close calls there against some good teams. So, yeah, Jackets at home, minus 148, probably a bit too steep for, for me to get to. Maybe a, a puck line, plus 164, because I do I do think they'll, they'll win by margin. But I do like that uh, Bedard goal play as well. I did hear rumors that he might be benched again. So uh, there's no way. There's no way. About this being no, a finished game. There's no fucking way they scratch him again, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully no not. Way. Hopefully not. Um, yeah, there was a, a pivotal war between the Finns and the Russians uh, right before the the Russians and the Germans went to war with each other. If, you know the Winter War, where you know that sniper, uh, uh, the sniper. Yes, there you go. I knew. Yeah, I, knew I know that motherfucker. Oh wait, no, that. No, no, no. You're thinking of the Russian. I'm thinking of the, the Finnish guy in the Finnish uh, oh. Winter War with the Russians. He was elite, too. Anyway. Unka Lunka? <laughs> oh, no. Patrick Laine is great grandpa. Yeah. I, oh, hell yeah. Unka Laine. Stick shot from. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they're, they're in trouble there at Columbus. I do have them as a much better team. Uh, it's hard to back them right now. It's uh, The Blackhawks are shit, but the, the, the Blue Jackets are. Uh, they can't be this big of a favorite, so I'm not touching that. Uh, lean to the lean to the under. In fact, I know that's dangerous with with the uh, two bad goalies and uh, you know shitty games. These these ones tend to go wild, but uh, that's the only way I'd I'd, I'd lean in this one. Uh, I was going to say something else. Oh yeah, Damon Severson also. That was he's probably a uh, second best defender. Wierenski sucks this year anyway, so I mean he might be their best that's, defender. That's wild. Man. Yeah, Severson's so good though. He's out for like six to eight weeks with an oblique injury. So that's uh, another crushing blow to this <laughs> stumbling, bumbling Blue Jackets team. I think I lost, what, 10 in a row now? Something crazy like that. It's not good there in uh, Ohio. Hopefully they beat the, the Wolverines, though, and restore their spirits with uh, the the game in the big house. But, yeah, I got I got nothing on this one. And we've seen Blue Jackets first, you know, Native Americans before. This is something I'm sure Ryan knows a lot about. You know, <laughs> learned a lot about it. And uh, we know how that originally turned out. So uh, if you're looking for a little extra something, something, bet the Jackets. Um, <laughs> fuck. All right. Moving to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the New York Islanders, baby. The game itself is in the island in New York. Uh, Philadelphia, the money that at plus 124. The Islanders are the money that at minus 148. The over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 108, the under minus 112. Mr. Gilbert, what's up with your flyers here? On a little bit of a heater, I see. What's going on? Yeah, red hot right now. Five in a row. Uh, now now going, on the, going on the road to the Islanders. Who just just broke a eight-game losing streak or seven-game losing streak or something like that with a, with a shootout win. I, I still don't necessarily believe in this Islanders team. Six, six, and five. So six wins and 11 losses this year. Flyers are 10-7-1. and one. Uh, Flyers are 5-3-1 on the road. They have, they have no problem winning at ro- on the road or at home. So, yeah, all over the Flyers here at, at plus 124. Better team in terms of expected goals, 4% as well with them in the top 10. Islanders, you know, more in the middle of the pack there. So, yeah, as long as it should be Carter Hart, I, I would imagine. Uh, definitely like the Flyers here then. And, um, 
probably no play on the total, but I would lean to the under. Could see a could see a two could see an overtime game here as well if you want to sprinkle on that. Right, yeah, I like the under. Um, assuming it's Carter Hart, and uh, you know Sorokin hasn't had the best year, but he's still Sorokin, and Varlamov has been. Uh, uh, he, he's won a few games by himself, uh, single handedly. Um, this season for the Islanders and yeah, coming up, coming back home here. It's the Dave Blinsky special again. My line is only minus one Oh three for the Isles. So give me the flyers plus plus one twenty four. Love this bet as well. Uh, yeah. Right. Ryan said it all basically just, uh, yeah, much more, not the much better team, but a slightly better team. And, and uh, you know, coming back home, that's not, a, that's not a great home ice advantage, not a great situation for the Isles. So uh, yeah, flyers. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I, I got to take Philly in this game as road dogs. This team, like we said, we have a five-game winning streak coming into this. They've been fine on the road, 5-3-1, and one, nothing to write home about. But uh, New York hasn't been great at home, dude, 3-3-3. Three, three, and three. Uh, And just as far as you looked at it, like we always say, this New York team is boring. They're not scoring goals. They can't. They're averaging 2.53 per game, 29th in the league. Uh, Goaltending-wise, it's been fine. You guys talked about it. Like, Varlamov's been a, a nice blast from the past, although we always knew he was – one of the top backups in the league and they got a great tandem there but uh the, the flyers do they're they're turning some heads there they're surprising do i think it's sustainable as much as you guys do maybe not in the long run but i do think it's good enough to take the win in this game so give me philly a plus 124 as far as over under goes here it's a little bit of toughy man like Philly's fine when it comes to scoring goals. They're right in the middle of the pack here, but the Islanders definitely are not. Uh, both goalies have been okay, so I guess gun to my head, it leads towards the under six and minus one twelve. Uh, but yeah, I don't love it. So give me the under, and then give me the Flyers at plus one twenty four. Okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is in the shadow round, baby, at Arizona State University. Uh, St. Louis on the money line at plus 105. Arizona State University Coyotes on the money line at minus 125. The over-under is at 6. Over-sitting at minus 120. The under at plus 100 here. I'll be straight. I'm just going to keep this nice and quick here. I fucking love the Coyotes in this game. I know we just saw this game like a couple weeks ago, and I think the Blues won it. I think it was like a 2-1 final or some shit like that. But this Arizona team has kind of been turning some heads a little bit. It's similar to what I said with Philly, like a last segment here. Uh, I think they're better off than maybe a lot of people are giving them credit for. The one flaw I have with this team is they're not really generating a lot of shots. They're averaging under 30 per game at 27 and a half here. But I do think that they are the better team than the uh, than the St. Louis Blues here. So much that I, I like this Arizona team a lot. So I'll take them at minus 125 here. Uh, and as far as over-under goes in this game, I don't really love either play. But, I mean, we, we saw this game, like I said, two weeks ago as a 2-1 final. Uh, give me the under six at plus 100. Yeah, the Yotes, they've already split the season zero. Well, they went one and one so far, both in St. Louis. They did win 6-2 earlier in the year in, in October there. So, yeah, we've seen this game two times before. But now it is in the shadow realm where the Coyotes play a lot better and the Blues are not themselves uh, away from home. They're 6-2 at home. Only three, five, and one on the road here. So, yeah, I'm all over the Coyotes at minus 125. Uh, the Blues, we saw them going to San Jose and, and just look horrible. Another 5 1 loss in, against the Kings as well. Did bounce back in, in Anaheim there, but I think Coyotes at home here are going to be able to get back on track at minus 125. And yeah, for, for the total, no, no real strong feeling. Possibly just a, a lean to the under because I don't think St. Louis can score too much. 
the Blues are kind of the capitals of the of the West in terms of their their underlying numbers not matching up their their results. Both are in playoff positions, um, but but won't be forever, I don't think. And you know the the Coyotes are yeah they're a solid team. They're actually top ten expected goals for, and then the Blues are bottom five expected goals against. So that means that we're going to see some goals here by the Coyotes who are uh, licking their wounds a little bit. I think three straight losses, not good for them. Uh, but uh, they'll, they'll, they'll have a nice three-month spot here and see more of that that 6-2 final. So I like the Coyotes' my line, and I like the over six at minus 120. I think that this should be a, a six and a half. I know the Blues don't have the best offense, and they do have trouble scoring sometimes, but the Coyotes, they, they play a, a more offensive style that, that'll give them some opportunities at least. And uh, Vimelka hasn't, hasn't been great. Connor Ingramax actually has been the better goalie. So we will see who starts, but I don't care either way. Uh, I like the over six, and yeah, same thing for the Blues. Hofer hasn't been as good as Bennington, but um, yeah, he's, he's about an average, playing like an average goalie. So I think the six is is, is just fine. The way that teams are teams are playing, uh, especially with the, uh, the the way that Coyotes play. So and Shadowrum, of course, too. That the goalies won't be picking up those pucks fired from the point when they're uh, in the darkness. So give me the Coyotes, and then the over six. Boys, we are invested in the Coyotes officially, right? Like this team is making the fucking playoffs here. Let's go. Arizona State University fucking Coyotes. We're rolling back the clock here. I love Fuck it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Are you in on that too? Well, I got yeah. a fucking a million bets on Andre Trigny at 40 and 50 to 1. So okay. uh, it makes the playoffs up. Those bets are alive. <laughs> Hell yeah. 100%. That's all I needed to hear. I need a partner. Um, all right, moving on to 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville here. Uh, Calgary on the money line sitting at minus 112. The Predators on the money line at minus 108. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. This game itself, it's like these teams are equally bad across the board, essentially. Both teams are absolutely fucking terrible. Uh, Flames have gotten a little bit better compared to how they started the year. Maybe the Preds have gotten a little bit worse compared to how they started the year, although they are going into this game on a two-game winning streak. Uh, It's ugly hockey watching these two teams play. Um, So I don't know. At this point, when it's such a wash like this, like, yeah, we'll say, oh, pass, pass, but... I don't hate it enough to pass. Give me the home team, man. Give me the Preds at home. Uh, they're five and four at home in the year. The the Flames are four, five, and two on the road. Uh, it's nothing necessarily great either way, but I guess gun to my head, I would take the Preds as far as over under goes here. This is my pass. Uh, Technically, decent goalies with Markstrom and Saros going at it here, uh, but I, I don't know if it's enough to jump off the page at me. Yeah, I, I don't like this game either. I mean, you got two teams with goalies that are been underperforming. Saros especially, 8-9-2 save percentage is just putrid down there. But yeah, I mean, the Flames look like they may have found something, but one three of the past four now, points in four straight. Maybe that's something they can they can build off of here. But Nashville, a big comeback win against Colorado, beat Chicago before that. I don't know. I'm I'm completely torn here. I I, I have to pass just totally on this game. Of course, the Flames start winning right after I stop betting them, right? Um, <laughs> that's what's happening here. They just needed me to get off their ass for them to start performing. Um, but I, I have them as a very slight favorite here. Once again, minus 102. Um, and I lean to the Flames, but I, I can't pull the trigger right now. The Predators have won uh, three in a row there, and uh, they're getting a bit better performances out of their, their goalies. Um, yeah, it's it's this is this is a pass game for me. I mean, the under six is the only way I would look right now. I think that actually 
the tie. So this is a tie, and this game is definitely uh, ending like two two. Don't you think? I mean, of course, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday fast. Plus three thirty. That's basically the same as most games, so that that's fine. I, that's the only way I would look in this one. Like uh, exact score two two one one. I know uh, Talon and Ryan, you guys have been killing that kind of thing lately with your, your yeah, dreams. Two, two two or three two because it could be good for that. It's, it's, I bet the tie. I got the score it, wrong. I just dreamt about the tie. That's all. Oh, okay. It's, it's uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Everyone's going to be tying one on. We got a tie game. I like that. Right. I like that a lot. But uh, I did turkaki or whatever we said. <laughs> I'll screw you. That was good. That was clever. I like well, the turkaki. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, one more thing. I, I did bet the Flames to miss the playoffs, though. I mean, minus 160. I think that they're going to be offloading some guys soon. I don't think they're resigning those, those um, you know, Hannafin, Zadorov, like and uh, Lindholm even. So, yeah, I took a shot there. I've, plus, yeah, the Canucks making it. Oilers, no, I'm probably not making it, but they, they have a chance to get past them. Cracking out for having some problems, but yeah, I, I think I said before that uh, five Pacific teams might make the playoffs. I think I'm down to like three, unless the Oilers go on a run. Uh, it's it's the West is looking kind of bad, like after the top teams. Um, but anyway, but Flames are they're also gonna, gonna have a really tough schedule from now to Christmas. If you look at the games they're, they're playing, this road trip too, they're playing some tough fucking teams, so I think that they're gonna spiral out of control pretty quickly here. All right, uh, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up for the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 30, users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Okay, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas here. Uh, Vegas on the money line at plus 114. Dallas on the money line at minus 135. The over-under is at 6. Over sit at minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys, we got number one team in the Pacific going against the number one team in the Central here. Uh, records are close to identical. A little bit off. Vegas is up a little bit when it comes to points, but they have also played two more games here. Um, Buck, this is going to be a great game. I'm hoping so. How do you play it? The, the Knights... Haven't looked as great the past two games. Currently on a two-game losing streak heading into this uh, with losses to Pittsburgh and I believe Philadelphia was the other team. Uh, and then Dallas Stars, they've just been they've been making meat. What is it? Minced meat out of their opponents lately? Is that an old thing to say? Making minced meat out of their opponents? Minced meat. Mince yeah, because you, you, you mince the meat. You mince the meat. That's what yeah, they do. Right? Grind it up. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking mince that shit. Well, that's yeah. what the stars have been doing. Um, you know what though? 
you can't mince armor, baby. And a lot of people are going to be on Dallas here, and I can't blame you for doing it. But these are my Vegas fucking Golden Knights. This is the Vegas team that has obviously been better on the home than they have been at road. But you could say that this is a better Dallas team that's been better on the road than they have been at home. So what do you do in this game here? Anytime you're going to give me the fucking Vegas Golden Knights as dogs in this entire year, I'm going to be on them. So give me the Knights plus 114 here. Uh, let's look for some goals here, man. You know, this Vegas team hasn't really teed it off when it comes to goals. Uh, but what they have been great at is stopping goals from going in. Obviously, the defense on this team we talked about many of time over the past two years have been absolutely elite. Goaltending, a little bit to be desired. I think it's safe to say you give the edge to the uh, to the Stars here when it comes to Ottinger versus Hill. Um, I saw somebody saying they should get Aiden Hill if Team Canada does that thing going on with the world tournament i hate that but hey it is what it is that's neither here that's a conversation for another day um but yeah fuck it give me the knights here yo the knights show up against good teams i will say that against great teams they beat dallas before in the season they trimmed up colorado a couple times give me the knights a couple times Maybe, I don't know. I feel it, like it, was, it, like, it, it was enough It goals felt like a couple times. times. So <laughs> they scored seven nothing. It might as well have been like three games. So. <laughs> yeah, this, this should be a great matchup out in the West. Could be a Western Conference final preview. But I think I got to gotta go with Dallas here. Looking at, at Vegas's recent form, you mentioned the back-to-back losses. They had to come back to beat Montreal in the game before that. Lost to Washington, beat San Jose, but then before that, lost to the Kings and the Ducks. So only two wins in their past seven games there, and you know against some some bad teams there. They were losing to lost to or teams worse than the Stars at least. The Penguins, Flyers, Caps are all worse than the Stars. So Stars at home, uh, you know, big big game on Saturday on uh, bounce back against the Rangers there on Monday night, six three after losing six three. So I think, you know, as long as it's during a Wedgwood's played well as well, but yeah, yeah, probably with either goalie. I, I do like the stars here. I'm not sure if I can quite get to minus 135. So haven't bet it yet, but I would be looking that way. And for a total, yeah, look, look, look to the under here. There should be a good, good goaltender battle between potentially two uh, Vesna Trophy finalists. Not much to add there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aiden Hill, Vesna Trophy? Potentially. Get that fucking garbage out of here. What do you have against Aiden Hill? I think Aiden Hill is the definition of mid. I'm sorry. All right. All right. I'm a, just he's, saying. He's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have much to add. Uh, Stars are currently my number one team in the West. And I, I, I lean that way. I think they win the game. But minus 135 is just a little bit too high. My number is minus 127. Like the under for a total, I guess, uh, with uh, two great goalies in that, including uh, Aiden Hill, of course, and Ottinger, the future Vesna winner, possibly, at least a finalist. Um, so, yeah, lean to the under, lean to the stars, but uh, not, not at this uh, price here at minus 135. If Aiden Hill wins the Vesna, I will go, like, streaking down my street, Okay. I will too, because I got 125. Yeah, we'll join you. Only thing is, I'll be doing it with a frown. You guys will be fucking grinning from here to here. Um, All right, moving down the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Colorado Avalanche. We need an alarm here. This game might as well be called the annual Joel Meyer special going on right here. Game itself is in Colorado. We have the Vancouver Canucks on the money line at plus 145. Colorado on the money line at minus 175. The over-unders is 6.5. over sitting at minus 125. The under at plus 105. Now, who better to talk when it comes to the Joel Meyer? What do they call those winter clouds? The Joel, it should be the Joel Meyer Classic. That's what we're it's calling it. It's the Joel Bowl. 
The Joel Bowl. Yeah, that's better. I like that. 100%. Good job, Ryan. That's a great That's a great name. Uh, who's better to talk about the Joel Bowl than Mr. Joel Meyer? Joel, what's up here in the Joel Bowl? Can both teams win this game somehow? Both teams get two points ah, somehow? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely hope for at least a three-pointer in this one. That's for sure. Uh, Avalanche need it. Canucks need it. And But, yeah, for this one... Uh, uh, I mean, the, the the market realizes that the Canucks aren't exactly, uh, you know, they're they're what a couple points behind uh, the the Knights in the Pacific, but eh, it's a bit fraudulent. They're, they'll come down to earth a little bit, but uh, the Avalanche have been so inconsistent. Like they they look awesome one game and then they just uh, take the other game off and uh, lose it seven nothing, or they lose right at the death because they're they're I don't know hold their cocks in hand and not paying attention. Um, so yeah, it is, I don't have a bet here really in terms of the side, but I do like goals. I think we'll we'll see some goals in this one, even with uh, Thatcher Demko in net. I mean, Georgiev had such a great start to the year, but then he had one game off because this guy loves to play right every freaking game. He had one game off to Prosvetov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy had a, a good game, the backup, and then ever since then, Georgiev has been the shit. <laughs> so that's a bit of a concern. Um, I don't know. He just needs to get in his groove again. But but for now, I think that the uh, the play is over in these abs games. I mean, they're, they're playing some decent defense, but it doesn't matter if, if you're letting shots in all the time. So, yeah, I like the over six and a half here with the, the, the Canucks offense. Their power play is one of the best in the league. And, yeah, so uh, for, for, for a bet in this one, I, I would just take the over. Yeah, uh, I like the over here. I could get the goals in the Joel Bowl over six and a half minus 125. Uh yeah, I, I view kind of this line similar to the last game. I think the Avs are, are definitely the better team. I think they, they are going to win it, but I can't quite get up to, to minus 175 just because, as as Joel pointed out, they are very inconsistent. Burned me on Monday night there in Nashville in the, in the final minute, losing l- losing the lead and then losing the game in regulation. So I, I if I had to take a side, I, it would be the Avs, maybe maybe in the puck line, plus 140, see if they can you know get a win by margin here. Uh, Vancouver has been... Up and down recently, kind of struggled against San Jose there. Only won 3-1. Uh, was top scoreless for a while, I believe. So, yeah, got to lean to the abs here. Uh, but, yeah, the, the over 6.5 minus 125 would be the, the better bet. I don't know how I feel about this game. Like, yeah, you guys brought up some great points. Don't get me wrong. And then there's a side where, like, Colorado's been great at home. They're 5-2-0. And, oh, and the Canucks haven't been great on the road. Only 6-4-0. and oh, But... Uh, my problem's in net here, bro. Like, Alexander Gorgiev, I love him. I think he's an absolute superstar. But this year, this guy's a lawnmower, okay? Alexander Gorgiev is a lawnmower. And you know what you got to do sometimes when your lawnmower's crapping out? You got to prime it, right? You got to fucking prime that thing. You're pressing the button. You're getting the gas rolling. And then you go to start it, and it's just it's not starting. So you just got to keep priming it and priming it. And I, I don't think we're done priming the lawnmower that is Alexander Gorgiev yet. Will this guy get his game together before the end of the year? Yes, I think he will. Is his game in the place right now to stop an elite offense that's been firing on all cylinders like the Vancouver Canucks? I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't. This Canucks team is first in the league for goals for the shooting percentage. Obviously, is through the fucking roof and not nearly sustainable, almost sitting at 14%. But this team is still finding ways to score goals, even though they're not generating a lot of shots here. Um... Yes, they've been hot or cold lately compared to how they started the season. But, dude, this fucking Quinn Byfield, like, 
or not Byfield, fucking Quinn Hughes. I was looking at Byfield too. I'm sorry. This fucking Quinn Hughes leading the league in points as a defenseman. Patterson's been fucking dynamite. Nobody's talking about his contract coming up, but that's a whole other story. But fucking this team is unbelievable, dude. So I'm sorry. I hate to do this, Julie. I got to go with the Canucks in this game here. I think the Colorado Avalanche will be the better team potentially by the end of the year, but I'm just not seeing it right now uh, when it comes to a goaltending point of view. And then Thatcher Demko is just a fucking killer in between the pipes, dude. So give me the Canucks on the money line at uh, plus 145. And uh, yeah, I'm with you guys here. Lawnmower overs. Fucking mowing that lawn, baby. Mowing that fucking lawn. Call me Hank. This is a Hank Hill game we got going on here, all right? Give me the over six and a half minus 125. Joel, did you yeah. add any uh, Makar Norris after his three-point game? Uh, yeah, for like the last week, I've just been betting both Hughes and McCarr because it's one or the other is going to win. Yeah. So I'm just going to cash either way. And then, yeah, nobody's catching Hughes except for possibly McCarr. Um, yeah, one more thing. Uh, speaking of Quinn Hughes, like the Canucks really need him because when he's not on the ice, they're like mid. But when he's on the ice, there they have a chance five and five. And then the power play, of course, they just they just dominate. JT Miller's having an awesome year under the new coach. A lot friendlier with him than he was under uh, good old Bruce Bruce Boudreau. Um, so yeah, uh, I was going to say something else, but carry on. All right, here uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. Oh fuck. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle here. San Jose on the money line at plus 240. Seattle on the money line at minus 298. Massive home favorites here for Seattle. Seattle on the puck line, if you're interested, minus 105 at uh, minus 1.5. Uh, the over-under sitting at 6. Overpaying off minus 118. The under minus 102. I hate this fucking game here. I don't fucking know. The Sharks haven't won a game on the road this year. They're 0-8-0. Um... I don't know. Like, is it even worth bothering up the stats here? The Sharks suck. Seattle's shit too, but I mean, they're better than the Sharks. So what do you do? How do you find value? I'm just taking the under in this game at minus 102. I know it's at six here. Uh, I don't see a lot of scoring. Seattle's fucking 28th in the league when it comes to scoring, averaging 2.65. Uh, the Sharks are at last, averaging 1.5. Neither team can stop a puck either, so... Take that with a grain of salt. Uh, boring, boring hockey, boring games. Bet the under. I feel like sometimes you'd be like, yeah, two shit teams, over game. It's just going to be a barn burner. Well, these two teams aren't good enough to be a fucking barn burner. So my biggest play here is the under. And then maybe like whatever the team total is for each team, bet the under, you know? And just parlay it all together. The under, team total unders, fucking throw a couple goal scorers in there, bet their under goals and fucking we got a undertaker game here Bong. just fade them both any way you can yeah i, I hate this game I, i've come to hate most sharks games at least betting wise gotta figure out if, if the sharks are going to show up you gotta show, figure out if the team against them are going to take the sharks seriously enough to, to make it a, a blowout here i was going to look look at sharks team total under one and a half because they haven't scored more than one goal in a game on the road but seattle's given up two goals or more in, in every game this season they, they haven't have, had one shutout or, or one game with one with just, just one goal so uh, maybe an over over six minus 119 uh seattle's had four straight four three games including three go to overtime maybe you see the sharks force overtime here a little bit but when, when it comes down to it people are basically going to be like okay cracking cracking puck line minus minus 105 probably the best look but seattle does not pull away from the team they don't usually win by margin here but so this probably probably a pass game for me 
Yeah, I don't have much on this either. Uh, I would bet the puck line, but Ryan already covered that. The, the, they, they make every game tight, win or lose. Um, and yeah, it's the Sharks are playing a little bit more competitive than, than they were when they got blown out twenty to twenty to three or whatever it was, and then the games against the Penguins and the Canucks. Uh, ever since the GM the, the GM talk bounce happened, uh, they've been a little bit more inspired. The only thing I would bet here is maybe like, I don't know, like the, the shots on goal props. This is a good one with the, the Sharks giving up almost 38 shots against per game. That's that's by far the worst in the league. Kraken are only average in terms of shots on goal, but I don't know. <laughs> that's an angle you, you can go and see uh, see if, if you can get some uh, some cheap two and a halfs, three and a halfs or whatever on some of the guys. Problem is the Kraken don't, have, don't really have, um, you know, one or two standout guys you could target. So you'll have to, I don't know, diversify your portfolio in, in terms of, your shots on goal props. Boys, where do sharks live? Under the sea. Where do Kraken live? Under the sea. How are we betting this game? Under, Under the, the sea. <laughs> Under, the num- <laughs> Under the number. Exactly. Always possible. So there you fucking go. Uh, final game on the dog. And these last two games stink. Uh, although, truth be told, this time slot, you should be just watching Vancouver and Colorado anyways. So. Uh, anyways, you got the Montreal Canadiens and the Anaheim Ducks at 10 p.m. here. Game itself is at the Quack Palace, baby. Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 105. The Ducks on the money line at minus 125. The over under is a six and a half. Over sitting at minus 118. The under minus 102. I am sick of talking and hearing about the goddamn fucking Montreal Canadiens from my goddamn Italian buddy at work, fucking Dominator. I'm so good. If I got a, if I got a, if I have the the word Montreal or Hab in my fucking brain. Yeah, all you Alouette fans can go suck me off too. Go fuck yourselves. Ducks. Ducks, ducks, ducks. Ducks, ducks, ducks. Ducks, ducks. Ducks, ducks, ducks. Quack, ducks, quack, 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 quack. Ducks, quack, 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 quack. Give me the fucking ducks in this game. All over. I hate the Habs. Fuck Montreal. Fuck everything to ever do with Montreal. I hate everything there. The food scene is overrated. Not as good as people think it is. Fuck you. Fuck Montreal. Fuck your history. Fuck your tenure. Fuck your toilet bowl on your jersey. Fuck your GM. Fuck your coach. Fuck your goalie. Fuck your fans. Fuck your 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 singer, your anthem singer. They fucking stink. Your building trash. Everything sucks. Fuck you. I hope that you all get fucked and that you fucking do something bad and that you stink. So give me the ducks. Give me the fucking under. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quacking here. Ducks at home minus one twenty five. Four and six at home. But more importantly, the Canadians are two, three, and two on the road. Two wins, five losses there. So that, that's not very good. Uh, they lost four in a row overall. Ducks have lost three in a row. Uh, you know, since losing Trevor Zegers for for for, for a bit. But I, I think they they have what it takes here to, to take down the Habs at home. So give me the Ducks minus one twenty five. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the under here as well. Under six and a half minus one hundred two. I don't think Zegers has anything to do with it. He's been shit this year. Um, but, yeah, the, the Ducks are not playing as well as they did in the beginning, and then they're not getting that luck with the, those crazy comebacks in the third period. And uh, the same story, same kind of story with the, the Habs. Uh, they, they, after their hot start, they've been slowing down. You mentioned the um, the records there. But, yeah, I think that the Ducks are the more complete team. I've been more impressed by their body of work so far. The Habs have been, uh, I don't know, I guess the, the, the luckier of the two luck teams. Um, and duck rhymes with, with luck, so uh, go figure. Uh, so yeah, give me something the else that rhymes with 
Oh, you said it like 50 times in about 20 seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah, I ducks, man. I'm tired of talking too. So uh, let, let's get the show uh, over and done with. You ever seen a duck fuck a frog? <laughs> is that bad? Can I say that? Or is that bad? I don't know. You said, you said worse. Okay. Um, all right. Consensus plays. What do we got here, Gilbert? <laughs> I was going to ask what happens. <laughs> consensus plays here uh devils minus 162 and the over six and a half minus 135 uh we all leaned to the jets lightning over six and a half minus 120 the power play power play goal in that game are all on that great point by talon uh buffalo washington under six plus 100 flyers plus 124 coyotes minus 125 canucks avs over six and a half minus 125 and the ducks minus 125 all right, here. Uh, we're going to move into our locked dogs and totals. This has been a bit of a shit show across the board here. Jolie's been doing some work lately, but uh, I think as a show collectively, we're fucking abysmal and we will be better here. Uh, Joel's in first place. He's 15, 17, and one in the year. He's down 0.76 units. Uh, I'm 15, 18, down five units. Ryan is 10 and 23, down 17.87 units. Uh, that little Crosby number at the end has to be a kick in the pills, no? <laughs> No, it's it's the seventeen that's the kick in the pill, not the not the point eighty seven. Okay, well, fair. That's just insult to injury, I guess. All right, Jolie, kick us off here, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, let's go with the uh, Dave Blinsky special. We're going with the Devils team total over three and a half minus one thirty four. The lock have had some luck with these these totals for locks, so we're, we're keeping that rolling. Though you could do like the the Devils in regulation are around even money. Um, I think the money line is. It's fine too, I guess. But although it's it's just been bet up so much. Uh, dog Sabers money line plus one ten against the the fraudulent Capitals. Those stupid fake uh, politicians there in Washington D.C. And the total we're going with the Blues Coyotes over six at minus one twenty. All right, for me here, my lock is the Carolina Hurricanes minus one forty two at home against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Carolina just a much better. Team sound defensively, sound overall, uh, better at home. Oilers suck on the road. Uh, my dog, my, my flyers, my fly guys, plus 124 at the New York Islanders. Uh, they haven't won up there on Long Island in a while, so hopefully they can uh, buck the trend this week. Hopefully, uh, possibly this weekend. They play on Saturday as well. And then the total is Devils, Red Wings, over 6.5, minus 135. Um, yeah, uh, this should be an over game. Most Devils game are games are. Um, okay, uh, I got to preface this uh, this lock here. Okay, when I was in grade ten, it was two thousand and ten. Here, uh, I had a good buddy of mine lived down the street. He was Polish. Uh, he was growing opium, and so we were smoking a lot of opium back in the day. And me and my other buddy, we we'd play ping pong, but we play games up to like hundred and twenty. Like we just play ping pong for fucking hours, bro. It was awesome. But I'd be in my own head. I'd be like pretending I was an announcer, being like, "Oh, here comes Jenkins up to serve. Oh, what a fucking!" I always had a British accent when I was thinking it, right? Oh, what a spit on that and shit. I was in my own head, and because I was in my own head, you know, getting all pumped up, I was doing fucking work. Maybe it was the drugs, but I got fucking sick at ping pong. And I'll tell you what, the Boston Bruins, when it comes to this Florida Panthers team, are officially in their own head in a fucking good way. We saw them play each other at the beginning of the year in October. Boston got the win 3-2. Close game, but I'll tell you what. After what we saw in the playoffs last year from this Bruins team, this Bruins team will win every fucking game against Florida for the rest of the goddamn year, potentially even into next year, because it means shit, and this Bruins team 
lives like that. They fucking have mindset. I don't care what's going on off the ice. There's some stuff buzzing around here. Doesn't matter. We're talking hockey. This team wins hockey games. Give me the Bruins on the money line versus Florida minus 115. For my dog, Arizona State University Coyotes in regulation against the St. Louis Blues at plus 110. Uh, Arizona has uh, eight wins on the year. I believe six out of the eight of them are in regulation here. Uh, I believe they can get it done and just beat the shit out of St. Louis, especially at home in the shadow realm. Uh, and then for my uh, total, I'm going to the New York Rangers. Pittsburgh Penguins under six and a half at minus 120. We got some good... I don't know if I want to say good defensive teams, but good goaltending teams coming at it here. Uh, fucking Jari's been surprisingly fine. And then we all know that Shosturkin's an absolute dog here. And as far as teams go, uh, the Rangers are third in the league for goals against, and the Penguins are seventh. So I don't assume we're going to see a lot of goals here. So give me the under in that game, six and a half minus 120. Okay. Anything else you want to add here, gentlemen? No, sir. No, 14 games. Uh, that's been a hell of a slate. Ryan's got gravy all over his face and shit from the Turkaki. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, okay, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. We're going to go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, we got football. We got hockey, which has been absolutely fucking sick. We got college football. There's NBA going on. There's always MMA shit going on, which is awesome, too. So, hell, yeah. Uh, you can find all that information on the SGPN website. Be sure to go there. Be sure to check out the articles. Check out Ryan's uh, fantasy hockey articles. He's uh, pumping out fucking weekly. That's awesome. Hell yeah, he's doing a killer job with it. So if you're looking, if you're, it's getting to the point of the season where it's like, yo, you want to start getting good. So read those articles. Uh, check out all the other shows as well. Everyone's killing it. Shout out to our boys, the MMA podcast. Hell yeah. Um, and shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Discord's having a good time. We joke. We have fun. Everyone's good. Shout out my boy, Archer. We had a good conversation this morning talking about... Uh, talking about some good stuff and drafts and all that stuff. So we have fun. We poke fun. He's not always sucking dick. We're just saying he's having a good time. So shout out to all <laughs> our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the uh, social media assistant producer uh, on Twitter. He's absolutely killing it too. And he's a fucking beauty. So we'll point you in the right direction. Or what you can do, you can just climb up a fucking pyramid of gold. And you know what's going to be at the top of that pyramid of gold, baby? It's going to be our boy, Joel Meyer. And Joel's not going to be there alone. Ryan and I are going to be there with him, too. But you know what? The reason all three of us are going to be up there is because we're all going 3-0 and on our lock dogs and totals. It's time for this fucking show to get its goddamn shit together. I got a Christmas tree behind me here. I should have plugged it in. We haven't put the ornaments on, but the lights look good. And that's how we fucking roll here. We're going 3-0, all of us. 9-0 on the total. We're going to be fucking some shit up. The books will fear the Hockey Gambling Podcast. And they will fear us all. So when you scale that fucking pyramid, claw up to the top fingers bleeding sweat going off the top of your fucking forehead your balls are itchy because you can't scratch them because you're holding on for dear life it'll all be worth it when you go to the top of it and you say hey joel how do i get into the discord and he'll give you the fucking answer because that's the kind of guy he is let's go baby and go take a shower because uh you stink and are covered with blood <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Room Podcast on YouTube. Toss us a like and a thumbs up, whatever, whatever you do on YouTube now. Also on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a five star rating and review and turn on auto download. So it's going to be as soon as they're public. Of course. Of course. Um, all right, everybody. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler underscore Jenkins94. 
I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And I'm Joel Meyer. And you might find me on my knees. Quinn Hughes. He wins the fucking Norris in the heart. And uh, talking for Jack Adams. Hell yeah. Love it. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Happy American Thanksgiving. I imagine. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Happy American Thanksgiving to all of our pals. Hell yeah. Thanks for hanging out. And friends. Friends and pals. You're right. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Thank you.